Isn't it funny that, 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 that we get offended when the pastor says, I'm going to need you to keep it real in church? Isn't that the wildest thing to be offended by? That the pastor actually asks you to be holy in church. And let me say something to these kids before you get them up to children's church. Listen up, kids. Callie, you as well. If you say something, mean it. Lying is a sin. If you was grown enough to do wrong, admit your wrong. Lying is a sin. So not only when you do something wrong and your parents question you about it, are you lying to them and that's wrong, you are also lying before God and that is wrong. Repeat after me, kids. I will not be a liar. I will do what God says do. What God says do. In Jesus' name, amen. Children's Church is now open. What's going on here? He's been talking to these children a lot here lately. He's been dealing with the kids, the middle schools and the high schools a lot here lately. What's going on is because I'm not convinced that everybody is properly training when they ain't around us. Can I say that again? I'm not convinced that everyone is properly training when they're not around us. So it is my duty, my mission, my mandate to say, hey, this is wrong and this is right. And you don't get to be wrong acting like you didn't know what was right. Amen. Amen. Kingdom Disciples, part two. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Last week, we began to deal with a very meaty word, and today I want to make sure that we complete that word. And because last week's word was so meaty, I want to make sure that you remember some of what we talked about. One of the biggest problems in the 20, you know what, one of the biggest problems in the Unity Worship Center is that we get a word, we write some of it down, and then we leave. We don't really go over through the week what we wrote down or what we heard, thus we don't apply it to our lives, thus there is no change, and we are constantly wondering why our life is in the shape that it's in. And I quoted a pastor, uh, well, actually a pastor, a secular singer by the name of Little Mo, and her parents are both Pentecostal preachers, and, one of the, and I, I read this quote while I was in the federal penitentiary, and it said, uh, it, said, it said, until you do what you are called to do, then you are cursed with the curse of being a regular person. Oh, Lord. Can I say that again? Until you do what you are called to do, then you are cursed with the curse of being a regular person. Can they hear me on there? Uh, those of you that's on social media, that may be on social media, uh, on our homepage, that's all we're rocking with for the next couple of months, uh, if you can hear me, let me know that you can hear me. So uh, here's another quote. Here's another quote. Here's another quote. Little Mo said, until you do uh, what you're called to do by God, then you're cursed with the curse of being a regular person. And then I heard a female pastor say this, and it blew my mind. She said, until your love life with Christ is right, then your life won't be right, period. <laughs> until your love life with Christ is right, then your, then your life won't be right, period. And why is that so important? Because that, that makes you want to have to go, it should make you want to go and do due diligence of making sure that your life with Christ is correct. 
because, and, and if you're a person that says, you know what, I got this issue going on, and I got that issue going on, and this is popping off, and I got just so much on my plate, I got not so much on your plate, but I got so much going on in my life, then maybe it's because your love life with Christ isn't right. Oh, boy. So, can I have that definition back, Kim? The definition of kingdom for the Unity Worship Center. And I got this definition from one of my mentors. The definition for kingdom in this church is the governing influence, the governing influence of a king over his territory and domain, impacting them with his will and his intent in order to produce a culture of values, morals, and lifestyles that reflect the king's nature and desires for his people. I don't think there's a colder definition of the word kingdom when dealing with the church. The governing influence of a king. Who's our king? Jesus. Over his territory and domain. Over us. Impacting them, us, with his will and intent in order to produce a culture of values, morals, and lifestyles that reflect the king's nature and desires for his people. So in other words, how we are impacted by God's word, it actually are to birth out of us a culture of values. We, our values should line up with kingdom values. It should produce, it should birth lifestyles. Our lifestyles should line up, be in alignment with our king. It should produce morals that are in alignment with our king. You understand what I'm saying to you? So, 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 so if you are out of alignment or you are operating contrary to God's impact, then it is letting you know that you are out of alignment and there needs to be an adjustment. Amen? I, I, I want you to write this question down. Write it in your phones. Write it on a piece of paper. I meant to get you some kingdom notebook paper today, some unity worship notebook paper today. But I've been seeing that every time we give some of these notes out, we give you this because uh, we believe in branding here. Amen. And so when we give you the notes with the kingdom, with the unity worships and everything, I'll be finding them on the paper, on, on the seat. Now, that would be okay if you didn't have to take no, light, no notes because your life wasn't raggedy. She said, oh, Lord, he said raggedy. They don't like when you say raggedy, Pastor. They're not going to like hell either. Now, 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 and, and you see, and I mean, you, you know why the Apostle Paul only had 60 people in his church? Because they said, they said, dude is too hard. Dude, he, man, he, this is, this is crazy. Even Jesus, even Jesus was, uh, 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 what did they say to Jesus? You know, hey, you, you, your sayings is too hard. Jesus was like, but without him, you can't get in. Now, 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 let me ask you a question. Because I believe that we have a smart congregation. I believe we have a smart group in here today. What sense does it make to come to church but say, I'm not going to do what he tells me to do, and I still expect to get in? What sense does that make? That's kind of like going to school and saying, I'm not going to do the work, but they better pass me. And the problem that we have in this 21st century is we got too many pastors passing people through. I will never again call a man that is not a man of God a man of God. It gives him this false hope that he's where he's supposed to be. I will never again call a woman of God a woman of God if she's not a woman of God because it gives her a false hope of where she is and that she's okay. So, so if you've been used to me calling you man and woman of God, and all of a sudden I'll be like, hey, man, how you doing? You know how I feel. 
something about that definition is not flowing through you. That's why, that's why, that's why, that's why we don't roll the festival. Cause they, cause people won't patty cake church. I want the music to be awesome. I want the message to be light and I want to walk out of here feeling good about myself. No, 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 don't, don't worry about my addictions. Don't worry about my shortcomings. Don't worry about how, how terrible of a parent I am. Don't, don't, worry about, don't worry about how I drop the ball at every spiritual chance I get. I want to walk out of here feeling good. And let's just be real. Making folk feel good pays. Every mega church in the city or every big church in the city ain't mega or big because God is in the house. Some of those churches actually just have a standard that is a tad bit lower than the standard of God. And so people say, I'll go here because I don't have to challenge myself. And I ain't got to listen to nobody else challenge me neither. Don't you think, don't you think every big church is successful? The devil is a lie. But it is successful for this world. And the God of this age and the God of this world. You understand what I'm saying to you? I'm trying to get to my notes. I promise. People run around here trying to be, I want to be a part of this because they got it together. They don't got it together. They just look good. They just look good. Having it together is when, is when you are keeping the word at whatever cost. So, so I want you to write this question down. Am I a disciple or am I a member? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Am I a disciple or am I a member? We're going to deal with that a little bit later. Let's get busy. So we've talked about the, the definition of kingdom, and we are going to talk about just for a little bit some of the things that we uh, discussed last week. And, and, and here's why. Because by the end of the service, you will be asked some questions, and you will need to make some decisions, and some of those decisions will be um, some of those, those questions or, or, or some of those decisions will be something like, uh, you'll have to make this decision like, you won't have to, but you'll be asked to, like, uh, do I really want to be saved? And <laughs> no, 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 no. Some of you are saying, duh, but really it's not duh, because, you know, how are you going to say duh when, you're, when you're, how you exemplify yourself does not line up with desires of being saved? So take your duh back. Take it back. You, 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 you're going to be asking some questions uh, like, do I really want to be a kingdom disciple? But, but even more important to this ministry, you're going to be asking some questions like, do I belong to this ministry? Should I be in this ministry? Do I need to get on back to Candyland? Where I can live where I want to live, the way I want to live, and the pastor minds his business. See, see, a kingdom disciple is much different from a church member, and, and in my thinking, we have far too many church members, and if it were up to me, I would hold a meeting with every pastor in the city and ask, what are you training them to be, members or disciples? What, what are you really training them to be, members or disciples, and and because I don't believe in, uh, you know, they say, you know, don't be stealing members. Not that any, not, not that any person is ours to steal or to keep. Uh, you know, you belong to God, not to me. Uh, but but as long as you're in this house, 
you up under the authority that the Lord has placed in me. Amen. Uh, when it comes to the spiritual things. And so, and so, and so, and so watch this. And so you say, so that means not my house. Yes, because the reality is the Bible said, Jesus, God said, he said, I, he said, you know, those that worship me must worship me in spirit and truth. Because God is a what? He's a spirit, right? He says, he says, you must worship me in spirit and in truth. So if God is a spirit and God created everything, then that means that everything is spiritual. You understand? Everything is spiritual. So, so, so in other words, you ain't got no natural. <laughs> you just create options. Just creating options. So, a kingdom disciple is much different from a church member. And, 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 so, and, so, and so, I would just ask every pastor, what are you training them to be? Because the more that I'm growing, and this is deep, you might want to write this down. The more that I'm growing in this, the more I am realizing that the word members is connected to this man-made idea where learning is limited and expectations hover around only pay your tithes, pay on the building fund, give the special services, and work in the church. The more that I'm growing, I realize that this is the, the, the pretty much the basis of the foundation of the local church is that everybody wants to make sure that you pay your tithes and you need to pay your tithes. You need to give to certain and special auxiliaries. You need to work in the church. I have no problem with the list of expectations by the local church except there's not enough of them. There's not enough of them. You understand what I'm saying to you? So, so, so get this, uh, 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 and, and there's nothing wrong with those expectations as long as that list of expectations doesn't stop there. And here's where we find the difference between members and disciples. Disciples belong in the building. Members belong in a country club. Get this. Here's the difference between members and disciples. Disciples have expectations which include knowing your Lord. I'm concerned that many people that go to the church don't know their Lord. How could you say that, Pastor? How could you say that many people that go to the church don't know their Lord? Because they don't operate as if they know their Lord. Uh, how many people don't you answer? Don't y'all answer? Don't you answer? How many people in here know that if you invite me to your house, what you cannot have for dinner? Pork. So if I come to Kevin's house and he says, oh, man, I'm so glad you're here. I've been wanting you to have this dinner. I've been wanting to have dinner with you guys for a long time. And, and I get down and sit down and go, well, I, you know, I didn't even eat lunch. I was waiting for the day for this moment. And, and, and my wife and I sit down and, and you pull out a pork chop. This means one of two things. Number one, you don't like me. You really don't like me. You don't care about me or my thoughts or beliefs. But more so, the second, the second one is the one that's really the real. You don't know me. Because had you knew me, you wouldn't be serving me a pork chop. Amen? So, so, so it's, 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 it's good to, so if you can understand that, then surely you can understand that if you don't operate as the word says operate, then surely you don't know your Lord. 
you, you understand what I'm saying to you? Uh, I'm from the streets, uh, uh, five-star gorilla crip. And, and one of the things that used to, that would make me put my hands on somebody that wore a blue flag was that if you couldn't conversate with me about crip nature, in other words, you was just talking, but you really, you know, you just joined us, but you don't really know anything about us. And you probably haven't went through anything it is to join us. And you probably just done snuck in here and been like, because you wear a lot of blue, because any real crypt knows it's not about the color hardly at all. And, and, and so, to, but because you wear a lot of blue and you say a lot, and you, and you do all that, and, and you think you win. I have put my hands on people when I found out that they was faking the funk, even trying to be with us. Why? Because those are the most dangerous ones. Because when things hit the fan, we realize your heart is not in this, <laughs> you know, and you might leave me in battle. Don't you understand it's the same way with the church? Some, some of you have been connected to people who aren't in this for real. And when things hit the fan, like, like you lose somebody that's close to you or, 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 or somebody in your family, uh, God forbid, gets raped or something crazy happens to one of your kids or something like that. And, and then all of a sudden you need the church to be the church. You need people who said that they were saved to do what's called for when times like this. And they mishandle you because they are not really one of you. No further disrespect. No, no worse a time to find out that you are not who you say you are in the kingdom than when I am going through some of the craziest hells of my life. And you can't give me a word if you don't have your Bible. We, we got to quit being these Christians and run around and talk about, man, I just lost my son. Jesus wept. That don't go with I just lost my son. My marriage is on the rocks. You understand what I'm saying to you? Then you want to quote John 3.16. That's yeah, a good verse. It just ain't got nothing to do with what I'm talking about right now. You know why most people don't fool with us? Because in times of trial and tribulation, we don't have anything to give them but us. How we feel, how we look at it. Being one with your Lord... An instruction, meaning you agree with the instructions, thus you do what the instructions call for. Yeah, that's a disciple. Being one with the instructor indeed, meaning you operate as your instructor operated. That is a disciple. Y'all hot in here? We just wanted to show y'all what happens when you don't pay tithes, you don't get no air. Now I'm just <laughs> We got the air started late. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I thought I'd lighten it up in here. But I'm joking. We just we got the air started late. That's all. I'm, we, and we apologize. <laughs> oh, God. Ain't nobody coming back. Ain't nobody coming back. Listen, a disciple, get this, is expected to witness to the loss to the lost and check the saved when their actions begin to be out of alignment with the kingdom structure that our Lord has created. Can I say that again? A disciple is expected to witness to the lost and check the saved when their actions begin to be out of alignment with the kingdom structure that our Lord has created. It's your, it's your job. It's your, your job. Why you walk around talking about them and you ain't talk to them? It's important to check our brothers and sisters when, 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 when their alignment seems to be continuously inconsistent with our king. 
It's important to check our brothers and sisters when their alignment seems to be continuously inconsistent with our king. Because, because, because just like uh, an automobile, if it is out of alignment and not fixed, the car will begin to damage your tires. But watch this and affect the vehicle's handling characteristics. I found that on the website. It blew my mind. Affect the, 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 the it, it begins to affect the handling characteristics if it's out of alignment and not fixed. And, 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 and far too many people in the church have been ignored. And as a consequence, no one has noticed that they are out of alignment and have been out of alignment so long that it has damaged their handling characteristics. And can I just go ahead and say this? It ain't just the people that's been forgotten about. It's also the people who pay heavy. Because <laughs> in the church, if you pay heavy, <laughs> you get your own seat. And, 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 and you got somebody that will explain you out of all your mess because they would rather explain you out of, of your mess than lose your financial commitment. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's why I hope God just drops 10 mil in here one day so I can just say everything I really want to say. Nine times out of 10, I'll just be preaching to my family and, they come in because I make them. Amen. I just, just be, you understand what I'm saying to you? I just want to say everything I got to say. And can't nobody, and if you leave, I'll just be like, people just be, I'm, I'm talking about, I would say something. There would be so deep. People just get up and walk out of me. I'd be like, bye. I got 10 mil. I'm going to say just what he told me to say. Not that I don't now. It's just that God understands I ain't got 10 mil physically. So he ain't gave it to me to say because he know I'm just wild enough to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wants to save. He wants to save. He wants us to stay and get saved. You, that's why you can't get mad at Jonah, for real. Can you get, really get mad at Jonah? Jonah was like his. Jonah was saying, listen, you know why Jonah was tripping, right? He didn't want to go to Nineveh and say to the people whatever it is he wanted them to say because he knew these people, he, you know, why forgive them and they keep on tripping? Jonah was tired. You know Jonah was a pastor. Jonah was tired. God said, go to Nineveh, talk to these people that's jacked up. <laughs> I am sitting new, new, no more. No, I'm not going to talk to them. And said, we are, you know how this is going to turn out. And then, then, then Jonah said, you, you can see the conversation with Jonah and, and God. And finally, Jonah, Jonah just, and see, y'all be hating on Jonah, but Jonah's real. Jonah, you can see Jonah said, you're going to save him, ain't you? They done did all this, and you're going to save them. You're going to give them another shot, ain't you? You think I didn't want to smoke weed? Y'all ain't talking. Y'all ain't being real in the church today. You, you, you think I didn't want to go back to the club? You, you, you think I didn't want to, you know, you, you know, she was thick. He was sexy. You think I didn't? Yeah. But I didn't, and they did. I'm too real in here today. And, and, they, get to, and they get saved? How did they get to be saved? And I don't. Jonah had a real, to me, Jonah had a real complaint. Huh? Because, see, some of y'all don't be telling on people because they went to the church. I mean, because y'all saw them, y'all heard they went to the club because they went to the club. Y'all not really concerned with their souls. Y'all be telling on them because y'all mad y'all can't go because y'all got a position in the church that says you can't go to the club no more. 
Yeah, yeah. That's called, uh, what does the Bible say? It says hating with perfect uh, hatred. Y'all don't be hating with perfect hatred sometimes. Sometimes y'all be, y'all be, y'all hate the fact that people in the clubs because you won't go, but you can't because if you get caught, you're in trouble. You're going to be in pastor's office. Uh-huh. Jonah had a, see, y'all, y'all, see, now we're being real. Now we're being real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you ain't really mad because they be drunk all the time. You mad because you can't get drunk no more. That's why you tell them. Yeah. But what you need to you need to be mad because them being drunk is dealing with the soul. That's what you ought to be mad about. But you ain't mad about that. That's why that's why your witness ain't got no power. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? Don't do dirt with me, then try to talk God with me. Don't 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 do don't do your dirt, then go try to talk about me. Because you're just as hypocritical as they come. And, and truth be told, you just worse than the one smoking weed. You worse than the one going to the club. Because you're doing it, but you acting like you ain't. Or you're telling because you act like it's, it's a godly confession. You, you godly telling, but you ain't. You're really just mad. You're naturally mad. Fleshly mad. Okay, let me get to this before y'all walk out on me. Y'all acting like y'all, y'all looking like y'all don't put y'all hands on me. I ain't going to miss a court date. Get this, far too many people in the church have been ignored, and as a consequence, no one has noticed that they are out of alignment and have been out of alignment uh, so long that they have damaged their handling characteristics. Get this, and so what happens is we get a call from someone who has been a victim to a member's damaged handling characteristics, and we hear that the member was either nasty to them, short with them, seems to have a problem with them. Or they may be calling as a victim, uh, maybe not as a victim, but rather to report that their conduct has not been the conduct of a kingdom disciple. And all because of being out of alignment with no one checking them has allowed things to worsen. Amen. Now get this and listen to me. Hear me. Hear this good. It's hard to check someone that you won't check on. It's hard to check on. It's hard to check somebody that you never check on. See, see, I understand you coming and telling me, you know, hey, I'm concerned about you. These ways aren't the ways of the Lord, and all of that, right? If you if you check on me periodically, if if, if don't don't check me, but you don't speak to me. In, in fact, that's right. In fact, don't don't go telling the pastor on me, and you don't speak to me. Because if you speak to me, you might find out there is a reason. It may not justify it, but there is a reason, and then you might be able to witness to me through that reason. You understand what I'm saying to you? But if you call yourself just going to check, uh, just going to tell on me, and you ain't, you don't never speak, you don't ever check on me, you don't never, hey, hey, good to see you, any of that, I got issue with you. You see? <laughs> so, so, so. So, 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 get this. Lord, have mercy. The Bible says faithful are the wounds of a friend. So if my friend or a disciple of this ministry is out of order, they, 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 they have to believe in my love for them enough to know that I'm saying whatever it is that I'm saying to them because I love them and I want what's best for them. 
One of the biggest problems in this church, the Unity Worship Center, is that we don't know each other well enough to be able to trust each other, that we are checking one another out of love. That's an issue, ain't it? I don't, I don't know you well enough to know if you love me or not. I don't, I don't know you well enough to know you might just be having a bad day. You know what? You just might be a hater hating on me. And since I don't know you, I don't know. So I, I'm not taking anything that you say to me as a value. For the most part, we haven't seen enough continuity or flow of a serious kingdom standard. Here's another issue uh, to believe that we have the right to check one another. But get this. A lot of times when people bring things to me, the pastor, they feel a need they, 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 that they feel need to be addressed with a fellow believer. The, the person in question uh, always they always say something like this. Well, if that was if that was the case, why didn't they just if they felt that way about me? Why didn't they bring it to me instead of bringing it to you, Pastor? And, and the reason is because they most likely don't see enough spiritual maturity in you to be able to come to you and share their concerns without you tripping or becoming offended. See, I don't want to come to you and talk to you if every time I talk to you, you're going to tell me I'm wrong. But I've been watching you for months. I don't want to come and talk to you if, if I, if, because of what I said, you know, in love, but because you don't have no love, you can't receive this as love, and now you shouting at me. You understand what I'm saying to you? You know, I, I had somebody, I, you know, I literally said something to someone one time that no longer a member of this church, and I said something to him. I said, you got too many men in your life. And, 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 and it's the one constant thing is your, in your life is men. And your son dislikes you because, number one, and the Lord, see, let me tell you something. The Lord don't play. Number one, he's tired of hearing you with all these men. <laughs> he's tired of seeing you with all these men. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about this is happening within months. We're switching men out. And now he has no respect for you, nor women. You and, and, and you remember that? We was coming home. We was riding home on the highway. And she went off on me. She blooped all the way out. And I said, I said you have too many men in your life. And, and, and that member right now, that ex-member, is in a city with the second city with the third man in the last six months, <laughs> but I was wrong and left the church and mend around up until just the last six months of what I've told you about that record right there. I mean, there's been, there's been men. But, 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 but all but cussed me out when I said, your son has no respect for you and won't respect women if you continue, um, hmm, Spiritual wisdom, being promiscuous. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to create a say it like it is Sunday for your pastor, right? So on that one Sunday a month, I can say it just like I mean it. Because I believe that I pastor a church that needs to hear it just like I mean it. For it to be as effective as it needs to be. Amen. We write that down. We're gonna have a say it, say it like you mean it Sunday. Amen. And on that Sunday, y'all ain't allowed to quit. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't allowed to walk off me, you ain't allowed to judge me. Because we already know it's said like you mean it Sunday. Okay. So 
So get this. And, and the reason is <laughs> they, they, they don't come and talk to you because you, you, don't, you, you lack the continuity in spiritual maturity. And, 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 and get this, get this. So, so they come to me because they know you, you ain't going to get silly with me. You ain't going to do that. So, they, so they, come, they come, as they should, they come to the head to deal with it. And, and then when I bring it to you, this is how, and they, they was wise in what they did because you, get, you, you don't get silly, but you, you get mad. You get frustrated, you know. Meaning you couldn't have, you would have went off on them, you see. Disciples bond together. Members come to church and go home. Disciples bond together. Members come to church and go home. You, people get tired of me talking about the old church, Growth Temple Ministries, the baddest church in the land. You hear me? Simply because every Sunday we was at each other's house eating dinner. We didn't leave. Them people didn't leave our house till 10, 11 o'clock at night. You hear people talking about stuff like, I got to be at work in the morning. Never at our house. And four days out of seven they were at our house till 11, 12 o'clock at night. From the youngest ones to the grownest ones, they were at our house 24-7. All you got to do is ask any of these people. Put your hands up if you was from the Grove Temple, if you were from the old church. All you got to do is look around and ask these people, and they'll tell you, we was never not together. In a prison yard, on a prison yard, you'll see the Muslims always together. You'll see the Christians always together. You'll see the Jehovah Witness always together. Everything they do, they do together. They lift weights together. You understand what I'm saying to you? They eat together. You understand what I'm saying to you? And if they real for real and you're on a real prison yard, watch this. They watch the door while we take showers. We don't play games. We are serious about our allegiance to one another. The church could, took a page, could take a page from prison living. Because we got far too many believers hanging with unbelievers. And Jesus himself said, what does Christ have to do with Bilal? What does light have to do with darkness? And then the apostle Paul was so, was so, was so uh, uh, engulfed by the spirit of God, he penned these words, come out from amongst what ain't clean, and I will receive you as sons and daughters. Some of, some of you are hanging around what ain't clean, and guess what? That means you ain't received. The word don't lie. He says, come out from what is not clean, and then I will receive you as sons and daughters. So until you drop, you know, your, your allegiance to folk that ain't saved, you ain't received. And this is why, this is why many are going to go to heaven and go to hell. Many are going to see the day of judgment and go to hell because people won't say things like this. Till you drop what ain't right, you ain't right, you ain't right either. Well, I'm just witnessing to them. You've been witnessing to them for two years. They ain't saved yet. They ain't going to be. Not by you. Let them go. You said you're hanging with them because they're your people. You're hanging with them because you don't want to be offensive. You're hanging with them because they, it pleases your flesh. Let them go. Yeah, yeah. People ain't going to tell you that. People ain't, ain't nobody, ain't not, not nobody with a mortgage. Ain't no, ain't no pastor going to tell you that. Not, not, when one with, not, not one with 10000 or more dollars that's got to come out of his place a month. They're not going to tell you that. Keep on hanging with what you hang with that ain't clean, and you know you ain't supposed to, and understand you're going to hell because you ain't clean neither. They ain't going to tell you that. That ain't popular. That's not profitable. It ain't profitable. Y'all better know what a pimp is. Aaron, I'm sick of it, man. I'm sick of it. 
Man, I, I got people I love in some of these petty cake churches around here. You understand what I'm saying to you? And you better not say nothing to them. You ain't going to be talking about my pastor. I ain't talking about your pastor. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you being foolish enough to sit up under that pastor. You, you got family in these petty cat churches. churches it, should, it should bother you. That with every Sunday silly field message, they're getting closer to hell. I told my sister the other day, she told me she joined the church in Louisville. She said, I'm going over to such and such and such. I said, well, I'll be over, I'll be over uh, one Bible study. I'm going to get somebody to teach. I'm going to come over and Bible study. And she said, why are you going to come over here? I said, because if it ain't right, I'm pulling you out of there. I'm pulling you out of there. You're going to stay on our page. I'm going to put you on our page. You're going to stay on our page till we find a church down here in Louisville that is kingdom-minded, kingdom-led, kingdom. You understand their ambitions is of the kingdom, not of themselves. Kingdom-driven Stephen, I'm growing, and I care less. Only in age. You're going to heaven. You're going to heaven. Sometimes you got to look at some of the people that you love that's over in them, oh, oh, silly churches, and just tell them, you're going to heaven, so you're coming over here. And it's going to offend you, and it's going to bother you, and it's going to make you want to walk up and wake, uh, stand up and walk out. But, but, but you're going to sit down and you're going to listen because you need to hear it. And them is the only churches that you should go. Uh-uh. This is the only churches you should be comfortable with your people in. Them is the only churches you should be comfortable with your people in that is truly preaching Christ crucified, truly preaching it. Lord, have mercy. See, see. So, so let me. How much time I got? Oh, I got plenty of time. I got twenty-one minutes. So. So, so you see the differences in the expectations of a kingdom-minded, kingdom-driven church. And we are going to start changing our talk around here at Unity, meaning we are going to stop using the word members and start using the word disciples. And it's going to be hard at first, and you will even go, you're going to hear me slip up a whole lot. But now, now note when I'm, I'm, I'm meaning to say members and when I'm meaning to say disciples, because sometimes I'm t- when I say members, I mean they just members. You, don't, you just don't become a disciple. You've got to graduate to a, a disciple. You understand what I'm saying to you? And, and, and when, we begin to, when we begin to talk about the word disciple, we're talking about an instructed one. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? So, so, so we're going to stop going around here. If you go to this church, you ain't members. You're disciples. Members belong to country clubs. You're, you're disciples. And, and, and like I said, it's going to be hard. and You're going to hear me slip up. But if we continue to say words like members of this body or members of the body, those words will continue to condition our actions to be members instead of disciples. See, when I say, when you say, you know, I'm a member of such and such, you don't think about all the kingdom work that goes into that, do you? You don't think about that. You don't think about, you don't think about that definition when you say, I'm a member. But when you say, I'm, I, I, no, I'm, I'm a disciple, in fact, I'm a kingdom disciple, everything about this, which is what we are supposed to be operating by, begins to come into play, right? So, 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 so get this. And I know some of y'all going to say, other churches say, other churches say members, and my response is going to say, and my response is, we ain't other churches. Number one, we ain't, we ain't other churches. I don't, I don't care what they doing. We're not, we not other churches. And, and we are 
in the world, but we are not of the world. You understand what I'm saying to you? And, and, and in fact, the Bible says in 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that, you, that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of the darkness into the marvelous light. Which in times past you were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. There you go. That's the part that you praise at. That's the part that you clap your hands to because you was once not a people. Now we are now 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 we know something about we know something about that that verse hits us a little different, don't it, man? Tony, that verse hits us a little different, don't it? See, 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 it's a few of us that that verse, that verse hits a little more different because we really understand the power of that verse. You see, if you've ever had to deal with, uh, 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 and this wasn't what me and the gentleman nor Tony dealt with, but if, but, but, but if, but if you, let's just say that if you are a person that had to deal with addiction, you know what this verse, is, it, it hits different for you. It hits different. If you was a victim of domestic violence and it was about to take your life, this verse hits. If you've been a victim of depression and this verse changed, you understand what I'm saying? It hits different for you. You see. Let me show you. Let me show you. Let me show you. Let me show you why. Let me show you why. So, 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 so you see, we don't have to do what in everyone else does because we are a chosen generation chosen to do something different from which the world and its worldly churches do. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? We are children of the king, so we are royalty, and royalty should mean something to us. Let me, let me show you something. I, I, I got a brand new Lincoln. And one of the biggest problems that I have with my wife and my daughter is keeping my car clean. Noah comes, he can, he can crush up Cheez-Its and all of that in the back seat because he's Noah. He can do that. He's, he's the grandson. But my wife and my daughter, who watch me labor endlessly, should never allow nothing of their stuff to be in my car. I don't care if it's a Louis Vuitton purse, it's trash. In my car. Look at this trash in my car. Why? It ain't mine. It's my car. I don't care if it's, if it's, if it's Maya's bag of scrunchies. It's trash because it's in my car. You know, men, men are sitting up in here like, talk, pastor. You know, you get in your car and they, they put their makeup Rags in the side of it and, and a half a bottle of water. I told you, stop drinking my water anyway if you're going to drink half of it. But you put it in half a bottle of water in the side of the car and you look back there and, and, and it's whatever she was eating the days before and today, up to today. And, 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 and then you get the makeup pencil in the little console and, 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 and all of a sudden I begin to feel feminine. Just make, see, you heard, you heard, makeup be everywhere. You know, uh, her, just strands of, oh, God, oh, my God. I'd rather find her in my food than her in my car. Just strands of her. And I pull my pen out to take a night, and it's just her, just her, just go with the pen. Like, make me think I'm on shrooms or something. It's just her, just coming. Just, is that her? Is that, I don't, I don't got no her 
like that. Now I begin to feel, feel feminine. You know, I feel like I need a brush. <laughs> and I say, I say, I say, uh, hey, hey, baby, hey, you know, <laughs> I'm going out here and clean the car out. Hint. Because the fact that I got to say that means that you done done it because that don't happen on my watch. And then one day she said something like it. She said, she said, well, it was dirty when I got here. It's my dirt. It's my car. <laughs> oh, God, that felt so good just to get out. Just. Because, see, if I had said that to her one-on-one, she wouldn't be over there laughing like that. Come on, Maya, we're just not going to get back in his car. Thank you. Catch the bus. Here's a dollar. Oh, my God, that felt so good to get out. Oh, Lord. Oh. Uh. I hate them in my car. There, I said it. Okay, now I'm ready. Y'all ready? <laughs> I say to him, this is a Lincoln, and you don't treat it like just any car. This car has options. It has perks, you know. You know, it's, it's, it's supposed to treat it how it's supposed to be treated. You, you know, father and see it. And so, and so, and, so, and she gets in and see, they just don't care. And I see him. Hope I'm wrapped up here. And I just put my seatbelt on. I was just like, Lord, let us wreck on her side. Don't hurt her, just teach her. Like when the wreck happened, I just want to say, keep the car clean. You know, just something to go through your head like that. So, so, so get this. And if, and if we feel this way about our cars, right, if we feel this way about our houses, right, so much more we should feel about the kingdom inheritance. You understand what I'm saying to you? Because, because that inheritance called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. And, and there was once a time that we were not even considered a people. But because of that inheritance, we are now the people of God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Woo! Do, 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 do you see why you should play who you are in a much more sacred manner? My, my grandma Dora understood that, and she was, a part, she was a part of a royalty. She understood that. And because she understood the weight of her royalty, get this, she understood the weight of her worth. So, 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 not just any man could have her. Lord, have mercy. So, so, oh, God, get this. And I want you to catch this, okay? We, we have to begin to understand the weight of our worth. And once you do, your whole life will change for the better. And can I say this to every single woman in the house today? Uh, I want to say this. Uh, just because you're alone don't mean you're lonely. Yeah. Just because you're alone don't mean you lonely. And sometimes alone is a delegated season by the Almighty to, uh, 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 to ready you for what he has for you in the future. Because truth being told, there are a whole lot of married women who are alone, lonely, and miserable. So, 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 so don't get this single thing twisted. Sometimes it's just a work of God. How much time I got? Last week we ended talking. You're going to have to know the weight of your worth. You don't get to know the weight of your worth until 
See, see, because you can't weigh your worth by how somebody else feel about you. You can't, you can't, you can't weigh your worth by how somebody else feel about you because you'll always find yourself in a low place. You, you understand what I'm saying to you today? Lord, have mercy. So, so, so last week we ended talking, uh, we ended talking about some, sometimes what the word will do is challenge, the word will challenge our ideals and our mindsets it will challenge our soul position. It will challenge our allegiances and most definitely challenge our wrong thinking. Anything that is not one with the standard of the king, the word will challenge it. And do you know, do you know that, that in life you will become many things? And so, I, you know, uh, I, I divulged earlier that, that of, of, of my gang, my former gang status. And when I got saved, there, I found out that I was many things but a man of God. I found out that I was a gang member. I found out that I was a drug dealer. I found out that I was a fornicator. I found out that I was an adulterer. I found out that I, that I you know what I'm saying, I, that, I, that I love me a piece of money. I love me some money. I found out all of these things about me. And ain't nothing wrong with loving money as long as money don't become your king. As long as money don't have you operating in all sorts of evil, you understand what I'm saying, to obtain it. But I learned some things about, but, but I, I, I operated in evil to obtain that money. See, see, when you sit back and you have a, oh God, I hear you, Holy Ghost. When you sit back and you have a conversation with God, you begin to feel, you begin to realize how many people you really are. How many titles you really carry. You understand what I'm saying to you? And so, and so, and so, and so, and so, and so what happens is when, when the word, when you begin to, to, to digest the word seriously and properly, what happens is the word begins to confront your soul position. The word begins to front, confront your allegiances. And so as I begin to digest the word properly, I could no longer be a gang member. It confronted my gang affiliation. It confronted it. And I realized the only team that I could be on was the team of Jesus. It, it, it confronted my drug dealing. It confronted the drug dealer in me. And I understood that I could no longer be a drug dealer. I had to be, you understand, it, 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 it confronted every negative characteristic about me. And, and guess what? And if you are properly digesting the word, it begins to overcome what it was that you was. Nothing Nothing, you will never, I don't care what you are in life, you will never be able to properly digest the word and say, well, this is still better than Jesus. No, no, no. You will never be able to say, if you are properly digesting the word, that I think I'm going to stay this way, though Jesus is this way. You will never be able to do it. So if you find yourself uh, still being a whoremonger, and you've, word, you've read what the word has said about being a whoremonger, if you have find yourself still being caught up in all different types of sin... <clears throat> Lying, gossiping. You understand what I'm saying to you? Don't, 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 don't play gossiping as, as like a low-level sin because gossiping has got folk killed. You understand what I'm saying to you? So when you find yourself reading the word and still operating contrary to the word, then it is a symbol, that is a sign that is letting you know that you are not properly digesting the word. You're not properly digesting it. Because that word is more powerful than anything. Anything that you've chosen, that word is more powerful than it. You understand? So, 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 get this. And, and what, what a kingdom disciple will do is purpose to not just get the doctrine, but to come into compliance with the doctrine's behavior. So, so in other words, as you begin to, as, 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 as you begin to, as you begin to get this, as you begin to properly digest the word of God, you begin, you, you begin to operate in its behavior. You see what I'm saying to you? 
People I don't see for years come up to me. Uh, a young man reached out to me last night. Remember that? We were having dinner, and he, he was just crying on the phone. He said, Pastor, I need you. I need you. You know, he, and he, he just got saved, and he, and he got saved about two years ago. And the Lord allowed me seven years ago to prophesy, you're going to be a man of God. You're going to be awesome. He was knee-deep in heroin addiction at that time. And he called me four years later and said, I'm a man of God. I'm a minister. I'm an ordained minister. I mean, he was on fire for God. And then yesterday he called. He said, these people in the church are killing me, Pastor. He said, he said and, and, and it's causing me to fall. I said, no, baby, that's not what's causing you to fall. What's causing you to fall is that you're not digesting what you once digested well. You're not just digesting it properly anymore. So, so you got to get back. You got to get back to reading the word correctly, deciphering it, you know, understanding it correctly. And then will come your strength. Then will come back your strength. You see? So, 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 so get this. Uh, what will happen is that you will, you will come into compliance with the word's behavior. This is a big deal, people of God. And there is one thing that helps fortify or solidify a kingdom disciple. And the one thing, we talked about this last week, the one thing that helps fortify or solidify that you are a kingdom disciple is what? Foundation. Now, I preached that last Sunday, and you didn't remember it this Sunday. You see, and foundation is the whole start of the business. Now, now, so, now, now life encamped you, engulfed you to the point to where you couldn't remember one word. And I made a big deal about this last week. I said, I said, now this is big. This is big. This is big. The one thing, the one thing that, 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 that you know, that helps us uh, uh, to identify as a kingdom disciple or fortify us or solidifies us is a disciple is foundation. I made a big whoop to do about it. Now, how don't you remember it seven days later? Because the Bible says, Jesus says, that the world and its ways will come in and throw out of you. What you've been taught. And it can only do that because you have given it access to you. See, there's some places sin can't come. There ought to be some places that your haters can't get to you when it comes to you. There ought to be a part of you that not a person in the world can gain access to. Because that access is only for God. It shouldn't be able to come and just snatch this out of your thinking because life happened. This is the word we are talking about. I, you understand what I'm saying to you? So, so foundation is what you need. That's why we teach that UWC Beginner's Bible course every other Tuesday night for foundation. So you ain't just running around here talking about you a Christian because you say you are. You ain't running around here talking about you a Christian because your grandmama was. You ain't running around here talking about you a Christian because you know what? It just feels good to be a Christian. No, 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 no. I know the foundations of what it is that I stand on. I can tell you why I love him and it ain't got that. And, 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 and yeah, because he died for me and everybody know that. But guess what? That ain't always going to get him saved. But when I can tell you the foundations of justification, sanctification, salvation, you understand what I'm saying to you? Then, then, then people know, ah, he's for real. She's for real about this faith. You're going to have to have a foundation. And if you can't even define what justification is, you need to be in class Tuesday, next Tuesday. Oh, I'm declared righteous. Why? Uh, well, because uh, everybody says I am. I'm sanctified. What is it? What's the difference between sanctified and justified? But what if they ask you? I've been seeing this word in the Bible, justified, and then I've been seeing this word, sanctified. What's the difference? And you over here witnessing your heart out, and you calling and getting on people's nerves 24-7, talking about they ought to be saved, and you can't explain the difference. They're probably not going to call you for anything else. 
when it concerns the things of God. Oh, you can quote a bunch of scriptures. So can you explain them scriptures? Because if you can't, what's the use of you quoting them? Because if you can quote them, but you can't explain them, you're probably not living by them either. How much time I got? I got three minutes. I can get it done. Plus, we started three minutes late and we hate communion. Okay, so. <laughs> get this. This is a big deal because foundations fortifies and solidifies. Get this. And that is what is lacking in the overall emphasis of the church. Kingdom disciples embrace training and equipping designed for the works inspired for the king. So you're not just getting saved to be saved so you can go to heaven. You are being saved so that you can be equipped with the necessary uh, 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 necessities uh, that will that will that will help you uh, to do the work that he's going to inspire you to do. So when you see the prostitute on the corner and you become you like your heart just breaks and because maybe you once was a prostitute or you, you had somebody in your family that was a prostitute. And for whatever reason, the Lord puts it, he puts it, he puts it heavy on your heart and you, you're to deal with this prostitute. You understand what I'm saying to you? And see, 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 you can't deal with them unless you've been equipped to. And there's not a prostitution 101 class. There is a discipleship class that equips you to handle everybody. You see, that's not my ministry. It's not your ministry because you're not equipped for it. God is going to inspire you to the lost. And you should be equipped for what it's going to take to bring them to the kingdom. And not necessarily, get this, and not necessarily by individual or entity or an organization that has a separate agenda. We, we ain't caught up with none of that. Kingdom disciples, get this, have a personal agenda that's bent on living their lives inside out to serving the king and to advance his kingdom. One of the things that we are about to have here uh, 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 at the Unity Worship Center uh, and every New Testament church should have it is a public visible ministry where demons are cast out of people. This isn't to be played like, like it's a thing of the past. It was a part of Jesus' ministry. He casted out demons. He, he declared, if I, by the Spirit of God, has cast out devils, then the Spirit of God has come unto you. The ministry of deliverance is a ministry of revelation. And a lot of people who are wise cannot come under this level of insight. And one of the reasons why is the standard of God's word is too high for them. Smart people don't fool with this because they think they tell too much, but the reality is this standard is too high for the smart people. And let me tell you, one of the biggest problems in every church in this city and in the world is that many of these churches do not have a deliverance service. Let me tell you something. Until you can be delivered, you can't fully get to where you need to be. So we're trying to make your deacons out of them, but they ain't delivered. We're trying to make pastors out of them, but they're not delivered. We're trying, and, and, oh, because they speak well and they orate well and, and, they, and they catch your attention when they talk. And we want to give them positions and titles, but they're not ready for that. What they're ready for is deliverance. And until they get delivered, they can never operate in the call, even in the call that God called them to. You've got to be delivered first. Why you get married and you're still dealing with lust? Marriage is not going to deliver you from your lustful ways. Deliverance of lust is going to deliver you. You see. Oh, Lord. So it's going to be in this church. We're going to walk through the lines, through the membership of every leader in here and go, you delivered. 
You're delivered. You don't smell delivered. You don't act delivered. You don't talk delivered. You don't show up like you're supposed to delivered. You still caught up in a whole bunch of yesteryear stuff, not delivered. Why, 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 why some of you got titles and you know you ain't delivered? Lord, have mercy. So, so what happens when they're not delivered, get this, you ready for this? Because this is deep, this is deep, I'm almost done, I promise. What happens when they're not delivered, they come up with a different, a different type of approach to create disciples after their own kind and not necessarily after the order of Jesus Christ. So if you're trying to figure out why a whole church is jacked up, because at the head of that ministry, there has not been a deliverance out of that head. Thus, there is not a, mem- there is not a deliverance out of the followers. And it's all crazy because the head is crazy. Everything goes when there's no deliverance. Everything's justified when there's no, when there's no deliverance. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? And so what happens is they come up with, with something outside of the Bible. We got this little, uh, why, Stephen? Why, why, Holy Ghost? Okay, we got these little gay pastors on, on Facebook, and they run around here, and they talk about, they, no, no, let me back that thing up. They're gay, and they call themselves pastors. Ain't no such thing as a gay pastor. He gay, and he calls himself a pastor, but you ain't no, you ain't no pastor, not out of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, 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 what, and what happens is, and, and, so, and, if, you, and if you notice, they, they, they invite people to their services that, that, that really don't know doctrine, don't know Jesus, and, and don't care. They just, wanna, they just want a crowd. Talking heavy, ain't I? Yeah. And, 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 and the reason why they, 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 they only invite these types of people to their churches is because, because they know that these type of people are going to go along with this new standard that they made and called it the church. And we got to stop liking their post. Right. I, I'm on, I, they got me on their page. I said, I'm going to stay on here until you put me off because every time you say something, I'm, I'm going to call you out on it. Scripture said, Scripture said, Scripture, you're going to put me off. You're going to put me off here. I ain't, ain't going to be allowed on here because I'm not going for that. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? And I don't care if it's your cousin, your uncle, your brother. They wrong. They in sin. And they shouldn't be calling themselves no pastor. Now, now we don't hate them. We love them, but we hate the sin that they have that they operate in. And let's get that tw- let's get that straight too. So, 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 I'm not gonna be silent. You, you know, you, you know, you, you come over to my, you come over here, want to uh, sing. You come over here, want to be on the. You, you see, see, the praise team stopped being the praise team because some of them was gay. Y'all saw it. And you saw me sitting there for a minute. The first time I was like, yes, we're gonna we're gonna get them delivered. Hallelujah! But when I realized that they didn't want to get delivered. It began, and so now I went from hallelujah to. And then it went from no musicians, <laughs> far less singers, you see. And here was the craziest thing that happened. When I got rid of them, y'all lost y'all's mind in the Lord when they just, when the people that sing down here now sing. You know why? Because that demonic oppression was off the building. And they sounded good, but they wasn't no good. I just need a second service today because I feel it. You hear me? Listen, I'm, I'm done. I promise. Okay, no, I'm not. But I'm, I'm like real close. I'm like real close. And so, and so, and so, and so, so get this. 
So, so, so they take a different approach to holiness. Now, get this. Binding, put this up, Kim. Binding, loosing, preaching, and teaching, and prophesying, intercession, healing, and miracles, signs, and wonders are all manifestations uh, that were present in the life of the king of the kingdom when he walked on this planet. And everything he did carried eternal ramifications. All of that. Take pictures of it. It was all a part of Jesus' ministry. Now, how is it not to be a part of ours? We sit here and talk about, uh, uh, we got somebody in the building that lays hands on people, and if your leg ain't as long as the other leg, then the leg gets as long, and we tell, we, we made him a lunatic, Pastor Dwayne. You know, we watched him give sight. We watched the Lord use him to give sight to the blind to the point to where my, my, uh, my daughter-in-law drove home, came in the church blind, drove home, woke up the next morning, drove to Louisville, and unenrolled herself in the Blind Institute. You can't tell me that we can't heal in this dispensation. We've seen it. You know why we can't heal in this dispensation? Because don't nobody believe it. You know why we can't heal in this dispensation? Because ain't nobody ready to give themselves to God to the point of where everything that ain't right. But let me tell you something. You ought to be able to walk through these pews and walk through these chairs and heal headaches. You understand what I'm saying to you? Stephanie could be sick, but by the time that you walk, just walk. You ain't got to talk, touch, lay hands, none of that. Just walk past her. Everything be cleared up. X-Men, I love the X-Men. You, you see the X-Men? They get to their house. They get to their house. And when, and when they freeze, nobody goes, oh, my God, it froze. And when fire, they turn into fire. Ah, that's fire. And when they begin to do th- all these great things that they're able to do, nobody is blown away by it. Why? Because that's what we do in the house. Lord, have mercy. Y'all don't hear me. You understand what I'm saying to you? It, it's abnormal when they did it outside the house. But in the house, when people were turned into fire or when people were turned into ice, nobody blinked an eye. That's how it should be here. We should be able to walk up the steps. You know what I'm saying? And Christy have hell and high water going on. But by the time that we get to the door, hell and high water is done within her life. And she has no, no rhyme, no reason other than it was the power of God. Guess what? And the people that was walking up, their power went... It's called docs of glory. Lord have mercy. It's, called, it's, when, it's when things that's on the inside of me that's been given to me by God begin to... They begin to transfer to the people that are next to me. Watch this. And, and the people that walk up the steps who released into her, they ain't even talking about it. They don't care. It ain't about them. They knew it was nothing about them. It's just what they do. In fact, it was so what they do, they didn't even think about it as it went forth. We don't pray for people now if it ain't enough people around to see that if so, just in case, just in case what we prayed for comes to pass, everybody knows it was me, it was me, it was me. I was the one that did the prayer. This is, this is what we... This is what we're supposed to do. This is how it's supposed to be. This is how we're supposed to operate. We are peculiar. We are strange. We don't make sense to regular folk. You understand what I'm saying to you? And you got to stop acting like you regular folk when you know that you got the king. Lord, have mercy. How are you regular? And when the Bible says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You understand what I'm saying to you? That means that he gave you victory over every issue that's going to come up against you. How are you regular? How are you regular? So since I'm not regular, I don't deal with regular people. How am I regular? How, 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 how am I? How am I? I'm not regular. Ain't nobody regular sharing my bed. Ain't nobody regular spending my money. I'm not regular. So that means the people that are connected to me can't be regular either because what does Christ have to do with Bilal? And the only regular people I'm dealing with is the ones that I'm trying to get to the kingdom of God. Listen to this. 
So in other words, you have to deal with people who have kingdom disciples are committed to honoring the ethics of the king. So in other words, when you deal with people who have really given themselves to discipleship and who have really allowed Jesus to work works in them to develop character, to develop qualities, to develop the right kind of perspective concerning the things of God, they will come into a compliance with him from a moral aspect as well. There will not be a lot of uh, there will not be a matter of debating. There will not be a matter of arguing because a disciple is one with their instructor in doctrine and in deed. And that's amazing. And that's amazing how you have people who will argue their case to try to prove or justify behavior that is not consistent with the nature and the person, Jesus Christ. And, 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 and this is the people and, th and this is the people who claim to represent him. And let me tell you something, there's a lot of them. Kingdom disciples promote the protocols of the kingdom on both a personal and corporate level. One thing about a disciple is that he understands the realm of the kingdom, the rule of God, the governing influence of your king. And they embrace a code of conduct. And they come into a certain dimension of etiquettes that are consistent with the one in which they pledge their allegiance to. You can't be saying that you're of God, but you act everything but godly. It's got to stop in this church. It will not, it will not be tolerated. Amen. I deal with you about your sinful uh, 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 ways once. I deal with you about your sinful operations twice. Third time, we need you to find another church because we have a branding here that because we want people that when they come here understand that we are serious about you being saved. Well, that ain't very godly. That's all the way godly. We ain't got time to be patty cake, patty cake. Bake. You ain't got to sin. No, 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 no. We don't sin here. And there's a sin, there's a sin-sick-filled world that is looking for a place that can help them with their deformities, with their deficiencies, with their sin madness. And, and you can't, they won't come here if they see we playing like everybody else. How are you going to put them out the church? Because they're toxic to what we're doing. They're toxic to kingdom protocol. They're, they're toxic to the kingdom mandate. That's why we will put them out. Because they don't really want this. And we need a group of people in the building that have this to help the people that come in that really want this. Woo! Lord, have mercy. I'm talking about, I'm looking for people who ain't looking at the clock on Sunday. <laughs> That's what I need. I need people that ain't looking for the clock on Sunday. Because you can't get this in 30 to 45 minutes. You understand what I'm saying to you? You watch the game longer than 45 minutes to an hour. You, 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 you shop longer than 45 minutes to an hour. You, you get your hair did longer than, Lord, have mercy, you get your hair did far longer than 30 to 45 minutes to an hour. How are you going to come into church and expect it to be over at a certain time so you can get to a certain place that appeases your flesh that probably ain't got nothing to do with the kingdom of God? Sick of it. I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of the fakers. I'm sick of the fakers. I'm sick of the fakers. We're not going to keep dealing with it. And God will provide. And we're not going to keep dealing with it. You ain't going to keep on missing church at this church and call yourself a member, a disciple of this church. Yeah, did you hear that? Did you hear that? You're not going to keep missing church at this church and call yourself a disciple of this church. You better be the sick and the shut in. You better be at work. I wish I would. Lord, have mercy. We're going to start meddling. Wish I would find you. You just didn't feel like coming to church. Well, I just don't feel like seeing you no more. 
gonna cut this. We're gonna we're not now. We, but we're gonna end up stopping this whole uh, Facebook Live. Now we're gonna we're gonna put it on the people's page who's sick. We're gonna put it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna record it, upload it, and send it to the people that's sick. And all these these bedroom Baptists and all these other people, these uh, 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 laying in the sheets, Pentecostals. You know, we they want to watch the service and watch it. And, 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 and you think you're sneaky because if you don't show, you don't give. You think you're slick. Well, we're watching all of that in your monkeyness. And you ought to be mad, too. You ought to be fired up, too. Why? Because you make it every Sunday. The majority of you make it every Sunday. The majority of you ain't playing games. You ought to be sick and tired and sick and tired of people playing games with the things of the kingdom. All this weight falling on y'all, all this extra weight falling on y'all. We got to go have contracts and say people will support the music ministry so that we can have a music ministry because people that's sitting there on the page won't do their job. Embrace a, a code of conduct, and you don't. And, and 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 we behave differently from the ones that aren't sent. Kingdom disciples practice loving and serving, and giving themselves as a lifestyle. Loving and serving, and giving themselves as a lifestyle. It's amazing to me how so often we claim to be so deep in God and forget that we still have to be forgiving. Let me say it again. It amazes me how we can claim to be so deep in God, but forget we're supposed to be forgiving. Oh, Lord. We still have to be loving. We still have to be honorable. And behind closed doors, watch this, we're still supposed to operate in integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the mouth of babes. You hear that, baby? Yeah. You know why that baby knows that? Because that baby just left Jesus not too long ago. The Bible says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. When he says knew you, he means I knew you intimately. I talked with you. I supped with you. I kicked it with you. That baby is not far from Jesus. So that's why the baby is testifying more than you are. The, ba the baby has been testifying. The baby's been amening since the service began. And if you pay attention, that baby only amens to serious things that are being said. Ain't that something? And that ain't to make the mama feel good. That's what the baby is doing. That's what the baby is doing. Lord, have mercy. Oh, God. One of the biggest problems of the church is folk who aren't ready for titles. They are in power. They, they have power in the church. And they, they watch this, and they prematurely are allowed to step into roles that they have. And they will hurt the very people once they are assigned to those titles. You see. They, they, they look down on people. They talk bad to and about people. And it's evident that they, aren't give, they haven't given themselves over to kingdom discipleship. So if you've not been given over to kingdom discipleship, if you've not given yourself over to kingdom discipleship, why are you in a title? So guess what? I'm, I'm going to be taking some titles here soon because I gave, them in, in, I gave them in desperation. I gave them because nobody else would fill the void. I gave them because we didn't have nobody else. But I'd rather have the title empty than have the title filled with the wrong one. Now, here it is. Five minutes, we're done. I ain't lying this time. Now, what is the kingdom of God compromised of, uh, com comprised of? Romans 14, 17 through 18. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and the joy of the Holy Ghost. Joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that is in the in thing, I'm sorry, for he that is in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of Men. So Paul was challenging the church of Rome to let them know uh, 
to let them know uh, being a part of God's kingdom is not about you fulfilling your own personal desires and appetites and passions, but it's about living a lifestyle of righteousness. And the problem with the 21st century church is 90% of the people that's in the church want something from God that they can't get on their own. I want, I, mo, 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 let me tell you something. In, in, in a church near you, it is filled with women who want to be married. It, it, it is filled with men who've made bad decisions, business decisions, and they're trying to get this money right. And hopefully the Lord can pull me out of it. And as soon as he does, it's filled with people who got court next week and need the pastor to sign the letter or to show up in the courthouse and speak on their behalf so that they don't get the sentence that they probably really do deserve. It's full of people like that. But one thing that the church is not full of, and it should be full of, of people who is hungry and thirsting after righteousness. Now, righteousness is synonymous with equity. It's the picture of a person with an old mortgage. A mortgage in, in the old days was known as a death note because it would, take, it would take folk their entire life to pay. So equity is built when the death note is paid down. So there was a death note excuse me, uh, pronounced on our physical houses called sin. The wages of sin is death. Jesus came. His blood was shed for our sins. He appeased God. Everything we couldn't live up to, Jesus paid the price. We came into compliance. We come into compliance as it's written in James chapter 10, that if we confess with our mouths the Lord Jesus, we will be saved. For with the mouth, uh, for, for with the mouth confession is made, and you know the rest. Now, now, our sin debt has been taken care of, and the kingdom of God isn't about ti our titles. It's not about our putting on airs or our accomplishments. It's not about that. It's about righteousness. It's about people who have become fully full of God's equity. And so now God looks at your life and that sin debt has been paid. No legal binding hold of darkness is on your life and justice can flow through you. Lord have mercy. Righteousness can flow through you. Power, miracles, signs, and wonders can flow through you because your life is clean and God can use you. That's what being a part of the kingdom is about. And I want to ask everybody in this, this building a question. Is your life clean enough for God to flow his attributes through? Is your life pure enough for the Almighty to flow his characteristics and attributes through. Can he do? See, see, some of y'all, some of y'all, some of y'all got people in your life that need to be healed, and you're supposed, to, he's supposed to be using you through him to heal them, and it would make everything, even on your whole family, better. But it can't happen. Why? Because you'll mess around and be a part of the healing, and then tell people it was you. And we lie. And we still tell people that it was us when we say stuff like, and the Lord used me to. But I can hear in you when it's really, you, 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 you have a problem with even bring, bringing God into it because you want to get the glory. <laughs> That's right. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> oh, Lord. Y'all holy till it ain't y'all. Okay. Now. Let me say it again. And so now God looks at your life and the sin debt has been paid. No legal bind. How many of you got legal binding darkness and you know it's the reason why God can't use you in the fullness? So some, some, some of you got some legal binding darkness and it's the reason that God cannot use you. 
But you know what the saddest part about that legal binding darkness that you are, that, that, that is in you, and, 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 and the reason that God can't use you is because you know you got it, but you won't do nothing about it because nine times out of ten, what is legally and binding darkness in you, you love. You love it. You, 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 you care a little too much about it to let it go. And I know, I know, I know, I know I, I can help be a part of saving my generation, but, but I like it. I like it. I, I, know, I know that I can stop many from going to hell, but I like my legal binding darkness. You ain't quiet because you're ready to get out of here. You're quiet because you know it's the truth. How do I gain access to the kingdom? You don't just gain access to the kingdom because you join the local church. You don't gain access to the kingdom because you discovered you have a gift. You don't gain access to the kingdom because people told you he sure can preach. No, 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 baby. You gain access to the kingdom by being born again. That's how you gain access to the kingdom. It's the only way that you, and let me tell you something, being baptized don't make you born again. Being baptized make you wet. It just tells the people that you have chosen a side. Baptizing don't save you. Getting baptized don't save you. And if you didn't know that, then it proves what I'm talking about. Baptism don't save you. It just lets people know that you have chosen a team. And, and, and it's sad enough to say that a lot of people who get in the water just come out the water the same way that they went in. Old folk used to say you went down a dry devil, you came up a wet devil, but you're still a devil. Uh, who, where is the kingdom of God? Luke 17, 20, 21. We're done, I promise. Two minutes. And, 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 when he, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, when he was uh, demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh without observation. Neither shall they, they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And so, and so that's, why, that's why you keep seeing people trying to find Edom, Eden. You will never find Eden because Eden is not a place. It is an atmosphere. You understand what I'm saying to you? And so God's kingdom is an invisible realm where the rule of God is established, and it is established within each believer. It's within you because when you were born again, you accept Jesus Christ, and his kingdom is now established in your life, and it is your job to disciple and advance it and allow it to grow. Now, I got some questions, and we're done. How many of you saved now? We've been talking for two hard weeks about kingdom discipleship. How many of you are saved? Here's the question. Is it still more important to be a member than a disciple? Huh? Is it more important to be a member or a disciple? And now you say it, but do you mean it as you say it? Now, now, here, now, now, let me teach you something. I appreciate, I appreciate that. I really do. But your external works do not show an internal change. In other words, you can find however many words, the, the letters the word discipled holds, right? And the whole row, could, it can spell discipled and you not be. I'm the D, I'm the I, I'm the S, I'm the, and you not be. You can show up in church every Sunday, shout, scream, cry, spit, snot, 
speak in tongues, somebody's tongue, and, 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 and run around the church all you want to. But it does not imply that you are saved, nor a disciple of the kingdom of God. Now watch out, because you can be a kingdom disciple, but not a kingdom disciple of heaven. You can be a kingdom disciple of darkness, because just as there is a kingdom of righteousness, there is a kingdom of darkness. You understand me? Are you a kingdom disciple? And I got a better, I got a better question for you. Do you belong to this church? Because it's getting ready to be real hard to have membership in this church. Discipleship in this church. I told you I'd slip up a lot before I get it right. It's getting ready to be real hard to be able to say, you know, I, I belong to the Unity Worship Center because, because Unity, you know, where we was out trying to bring everybody, bring everybody, bring everybody. And no, don't, don't do that. Because when you bring everybody, you bring everybody's hell. And the only, reason, and the only time that we're going to want everybody is so that we can begin to separate the wheat from the tear. Get those that want to be saved for real, saved for real. And those that don't want to be, then you go on, go on to hell where you're headed anyway. Yeah, I know y'all gonna be mad at that. You sometimes just, just go to hell. Because that's where you're going. Just, just go to hell. I ain't cussing. You don't want, if you do not want you to be a part of a kingdom church, then just go to hell. Because that's where you're going anyway. I'm just, I'm just telling you where you hit. Go to hell. It's where you're headed. There ain't no profanity in that. But, but, but you, you let me say it in some of these churches? Oh, Lord. I'm the one that ain't saved. How do you, you, you misunderstand what hell is and you got hell all around you? Do you, do you belong to this church? Because if you do, we're going to have to see it. That means that's why we're going to go back to testing on Bible study. And I don't care who don't. I don't do well at tests. You're going to do well at these tests. If we got to, if, if we got to, if we got to, if I got to sit in a room and, 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 and draw from a chalk, whatever, you're going to pass this test because you're going to know. You are going to know what you need to know to operate as a kingdom disciple. You know why they're shooting each other up out there in the street? They ain't got enough disciples. Disciples put work in. Members sit in the church and go, it just don't make no sense how they are out there. Do you belong to this church? That's the question. And that's going to be the, the question for the next several months. Do you belong to this church? Because no more sitting around looking cute and ain't putting no work in. All that's over with. All, all of that is over with. And we might, we might shrivel down to 20, 30 people. But as long as we're 20, 30 people that is working with the power of the Holy Ghost, that's all we need. Amen. We'll take that 20 or 30, and we will be an example of what every church is supposed to look like. Amen?